eventually becoming the Deputy Minister of Justice, and after his term there, became the Provincial Ombudsman, and Kevin joins me this morning. Thank you for taking the call, Kev. Good morning, Evan, and I guarantee you, if you go to Google Maps, you'll still find Laura. <laughs> okay, well, you know, I said that as I was saying it, I'm thinking, will it show up on Google Maps? <laughs> Because it's the sign, but as you and I have talked about, not a lot left in Laurel Saskatchewan. Yeah, you, you could find it on the map. Just just don't blink on your way by or you may miss it. <laughs> How was the weekend, Kevin? Uh, pretty good, actually. You know, it, we had some, uh, we got an early start. We did some skiing on Thursday and uh, had some friends over for supper last night. And anytime you can, you can barbecue a butterfly chicken in your shirt sleeves in February, you know it's not too bad. Isn't that the truth? Man, that weekend was mild for sure. I, on Saturday... I was one of the participants in the polar plunge in Regina, which I, I will tell you, even though it was mild outside, that water was freezing cold. I'm going to tell you right now, it was a shock jumping into uh, into the water. Freezing for a reason, they said. We were freezing on the weekend, Kev. Uh, you know, I, I watch the people that do that and admire their courage. You couldn't get me to, to do that. I, I don't think no matter what you offer. Well, I, you know, I, for years, have been involved through Special Olympics with my role with the police service. And, and it's a, it's such a good cause. The Polar Plunge, of course, is a great fundraiser. And I usually would do it in uniform. So this weekend, I did it basically the same way you see me dress for work every day. I had a blazer on. I had uh, dress shoes on. I literally jumped in in what I call my, my new uniform. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, good, good on those who take part. It is absolutely a worthy cause. The other thing, I was up on Saturday night, and I bumped into your son, by the way. I was at the uh, that Saskatoon Kinsman Celebrity Sports Dinner, and uh, he was at a table of uh, co-workers, I think, there. At, but a great night if you're a baseball fan and a Blue Jays fan. It was it was an incredible night. You know, he he told me that he'd seen you there, and I said, it's just just uh, one more piece of proof that Saskatchewan's one big small town. I, <laughs> you know, I he told me that he walked up and introduced you to me. I I think maybe the reason he did that is when you called me to see if I could do this show with you again, and I'm flattered to do it, by the way, that night I actually had a dream that I was enrolling in university to take a journalism class, apparently to prepare for your show. So I mentioned that too, but that's probably why he walked up to you. So that's, you know, that's, that's the impact you have on people. Apparently I'm supposed to change my life. I was going to say back to university for Kevin Fenwick. I like it. So do you, you know, I'm curious, this weekend was one of those weekends full of, of what I call fringe sports, right? We had this, the Pro Bowl on, the NHL All-Star Game. Do you, you get caught up and, and watch that stuff, or is it kind of diminished for you over, over the years? Yeah, you know, it has. I used to, um, but just so much of it for me, it's become so, I don't know, gimmicky, I guess is the word. I, I watched some of the skill stuff on, on Saturday or, or Friday, whichever day it was. And, you know, I just, I just don't quite get the trying to sink a putt on an artificial green with a hockey stick kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, but having said that, so, so I don't watch a lot of it. I, I just, it's become almost gimmicky and trivial. But I tell you, I did watch a little bit of the skills competition, um, for the NHL stuff. And, and the, uh, I, I, I saw the, the accuracy shooting where they try to pick off those four targets in the corner of the net. You know, several players came out and they struggled a little bit and they missed a lot of them. And then, and then Connor McDavid came out on the ice. <laughs> Isn't four he shots. something? Four shots, four targets, nine point seven seconds. You know, he 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 really is in a class by himself. Oh, no kid, and and wins a cool million bucks for it, which is good. I've been worried about Connor, but uh, <laughs> yeah. a million bucks for it. 
But the, you know, I agree with you. I feel like sometimes they're they're trying too hard. I mean, they've got Justin Bieber, Michael Bublé on the bench, and if you listen to the the commentators that were talking about, they're actually maybe next the next competition, which they're I think they're skipping a year, so we're not getting it next year, but they'll they'll do it again the year after. They're thinking about actually having maybe a celebrity actually playing on each of the of each of the All Star teams, which yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's this it's this push we're seeing and and I I hate to attribute it to what's going on in the NFL but it's the connection between entertainment and pro sports seems to be gaining a bit of momentum maybe maybe they'll uh, get you to return to your prior career and do a little refing for the <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah maybe maybe uh Chiefs and 49ers before we leave the football topic uh, I know you're an NFL fan what are your thoughts of what we're going to see at the Super Bowl I, you know, I hope it's a good game. I, I, I like both those teams, actually. Um, somebody um, asked me yesterday who I thought would win it, and I just, I, I don't know, it, it, it could be either. But, boy, you know, it's it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes, and it's it's hard to bet against the big mustache that's the coach there. And so if I had to, you know, put a couple of bucks down on it, it probably would be on the Chiefs. Yeah. It's, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't have a real strong allegiance to either team, but I am also thinking the Chiefs are – are the ones that are going to come away with the win. The 49ers have had some consistency problems, even if you look at the playoff games. Um, you know, yeah, they won decisively uh, last week, but it was the second half where they really came out and showed that. And so if they struggle with consistency next weekend, the Chiefs are going to capitalize on it. Yeah, for sure. yeah, such a good story with their quarterback, though. You know, last last pick overall in the draft, and look where they're at, so that's pretty good. I, yeah. I just The one thing I do hope, I, I hope they put a cap on the number of Taylor Swift sightings. Um, you know, that's <laughs> well, you know that uh, the, the odds takers, you know, you can bet on everything, of course, in the Super Bowl. The length of the national anthem, the amount of times that they flash a certain person like Taylor Swift, that is definitely going to be part of the the bets that you can make the parlays that you're able to make for for the Super Bowl for sure. So we're heading into another week we just hear that teachers are going to be uh continuing the rotating strikes. I'm fearful Kev where where we're headed here in terms of I I feel like we might be entrenched in something that's going to last a while. Well yeah, that, that, you know right right now unless somebody's prepared to to show a little flexibility it it um uh, it, it looks like it could be a long haul. Uh, although, you know, I, I've been listening to your program a lot with the people that you've had on, and it was encouraging last week when you had the president of the SAS Teachers Federation on, and, and she said, we'll be flexible, we'll move. And, you know, we're not hearing that from the other side. And um, um, I, I, I've heard you talk a lot about not being able to bargain terms and conditions specifically with respect to class size and complexity. I think I'm in the same place with you. But I, you know, I look at what's going on in other provinces where Quebec, for example, recently settled, and part of that settlement was that the government agreed to put in a chunk of money mm-hmm. to address class size and class complexity issues. I think that's what they have to do here. Not, not put the terms of how they're going to use it in the collective agreement, but those are huge issues, and they're about quality of education. And, and I just, uh, I, I think that's the compromise that they have to make and the teachers compromise on salary. And, but nobody's looking like they're going to do it anytime quick. I know. Kevin Fenwick is my guest this morning, uh, former deputy minister of justice, former provincial ombudsman. But if you put your, your mediation hat on, you've, you've had lots of, of background in, and, uh, experience when it comes to, bargaining and i would say interest-based bargaining in fact i know you did some teaching on that 
To me, that's where, and when I talked with Jeremy Cockrell, the Minister of Education, and Samantha Beacott, that's kind of where I was trying to push both of them is, do you understand what the other side is looking for? And, and do you think you can find a way to show that you understand it without compromising what your position is? Because that's, I mean, you know better than I do, but that's the essence of interest-based bargaining. Absolutely. You know, I used to, I used to have a screensaver on my computer. It said, people talk, people listen, things change. But you have to have the talking and, and the listening part first. And that's, I mean, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting a little tired, actually, of hearing the government side say, well, we're at the table, where are the teachers? And, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, and it's, well, it's kind of like when my, you know, my wife used to say, we need to go to a dance, we need to go to a dance. Well, if I'd agree to go to the dance, but I never got up from the table, <laughs> China doesn't accomplish the purpose. And right. it's not enough to be there. You have to participate. And so for one side to be sitting at the table but saying, yeah, but we can't talk about what you need to talk about, I don't think is helpful. Uh, you know, and I I feel I'm critical of both sides. You know, I, no different than when I talked to Samantha Beacott. I said that if there is a way they could show you that they could dig into, in a meaningful way, dig into classroom complexity but not put it in the collective agreement, would you be okay with that? And, you know, I her answer clearly was it's a trust thing, and they don't have high trust that, you know, just a, a handshake would guarantee it, which is kind of where, you know, we're pushing for, I say we, the province, like we're trying to come together. You know, we're trying to bring both sides together on this issue. Could it be enshrined in the collective agreement without distilling down to the actual details? But I guess yet to be determined. We need to take a quick break. Kev, we'll be uh, back in a second. We're having Monday morning coffee. My guest is former provincial ombudsman, former deputy minister of justice and friend of mine, Kevin Fenwick. We'll be back in a second right here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. And my guest this morning is Kevin Fenwick, former deputy minister of justice and provincial ombudsman, who is uh, just a good guest for me to chat with, someone that uh, grew up in the same neck of the woods in Saskatchewan as I did. And Kev, you spent a lot of time in and around the provincial government in your life. I'm curious to know your thoughts. I was talking about MLA Ryan Dometer last week, who of course, went through fine option for that criminal charge of, of prostitution that he faced. We haven't heard anything else. In my opinion, this is next step resignation. Um, but he is the person right now that is, has uh, won the, the right to run in the next election, and we haven't heard anything. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, a couple of things. First of all, I people need to understand that the route that was taken with the alternative measures that he took is standard par for the course. He didn't get any special favors. That's what normally happens in charges like this. So, you know, he didn't benefit from his status as an MLA. I'm conflicted on this a little bit because, you know, I'm all about restorative justice and second chances. Having said that, I think our MLAs, our elected representatives, need to be a moral compass for us. And I I think the guy needs to do the right thing and step down and not be running for office again. The only thing worse than I'm running would be if the good people of his constituency decided to reelect him in the face of what's happened. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It speaks to leadership. It speaks to who we should be looking up to in terms of these positions of leadership, for sure. The, you know, the one thing that I will say is I don't buy into the narrative that there's incredibly huge problems in the SAS party. Yes, we've seen now two MLAs in the last few months charged with criminal offenses. There was uh, Greg Lawrence uh, just this past week charged with assault and choking and, of course, Ryan Dometer from a couple of months ago. But, you know, I mean, when, you're, when you've got an organization with a number of people in it, you can still have one or two people 
make a bad decision, absolutely a, a bad apple, but it doesn't necessarily mean and this is the case for everybody. And and I feel like we have to accept that part of this too. There, people are people. You know, I had the good fortune through my career of working with with NDP governments and working with Saskatchewan Party governments, and the vast majority of them are good public servants trying to do their best. In any organization, there's going to be a few bad apples. For sure. Kev, we're out of time this morning. Thank you very much, Kevin Fenwick, being my guest this morning for Monday Morning Coffee. Look forward to doing it again, I hope. You Thanks, bet. Kevin, have a good day. Chief Coroner Clive Wehill is my guest next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.